let's get into the ministry of the word tonight. I had, uh, <laughs> I had some things that I wanted to preach about tonight. I told pastor, he was asking if I had scripture for what I was going to preach on. I told him I'm, I'm conflicted tonight. I got something I want to do, and then I got stuff that I sense the Holy Ghost wants to do, and we're trying to figure out who's going to win up here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. There are some things that I, that I preach and have been preaching for a while, and I've preached them several times. Praise the Lord. And I think you all heard me minister on the subject of peace. And that's kind of the direction that I sense I need to go tonight. But that, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> okay, maybe you've never done that. But anyway, I'm, I'm going to start here in Acts chapter 2 tonight. And we're going to see how we get to where we really need to get to. Acts chapter 2. Y'all believing with me tonight? Amen. That was a good amen right there. Y'all believing with me tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I might have to come out of my jacket tonight. I'm kind of kind of feeling it already. <laughs> amen. Acts chapter 2, we're going to read here in verse, start in verse 1. But we'll see how far we read. And it says here, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Praise the Lord. We got people sitting in the room tonight. Amen. We, we are ready for some encounters with the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and sat upon each of them. Hallelujah. See, we got some candidates for fire to be set upon some people tonight. Oh, you didn't already sing it. You already sang. What's, what's the song we sang? Here is where I lay down every are all I'm chasing now. This is my surrender. Yeah, you sang it for about 15 minutes that you surrendered. You surrendered, right? Amen. This is my surrender. Don't get tight now. Don't get tight. Don't get tight now. The fire is getting ready to hit this place tonight. Amen. This is my surrender. Surrender to the fire tonight. Surrender. <laughs> yeah, just let it burn all that stuff up. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. Verse 4, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Praise the Lord. I want to read it all, but I'm going to, I'm going to stop right there. Amen. When I, when I read the word of God, sometimes there, there are things that I just see in the word. And one of the things that I, that I see here in reading just these few verses here is that this is a place where I would want to be. There were about 500 people who were invited to this event and only about 120 people showed up to the event. Praise the Lord. And uh, again, this is one of those services that I would love to be in on. They didn't know what to really expect, but they were just in anticipation that Jesus said, go to Jerusalem and you're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost before you, you leave Jerusalem. And I'm just one of those things, whatever God has, I want what he is offering. 
whatever it is. Amen. And so they're here at Jerusalem and the day of Pentecost comes and we get to see firsthand from the word of God what this day looks like. We get to see firsthand what the church is supposed to look like. I'll say it again. We get to see firsthand what the church, amen, is, is supposed to look like. This is, this is not a prototype. This is it. This is it. This is what God wants the church to look like. And it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, God started doing some stuff. And I don't know about you, but I like it when God just starts doing some things in the room. I like when God just starts moving in the room. I like when God starts dealing with hearts in the room. I like it when the, the Holy Ghost just falls and you really just don't know how everybody's going to respond <laughs> in the room. But it says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. God is, God, God knows quietness, but God also knows noise. <laughs> Verse two, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a what? Rushing mighty wind. Rushing. We have so much rushing mighty wind down in Oklahoma that we have these things called tornadoes. <laughs> and a tornado is not quiet. A tornado sounds like a train coming through. It's, it's noisy. Amen. And so this rushing mighty wind hit this room this day. Amen. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost even as they sat. And again, these are the kinds of, of meetings when I read about this, it's like these are the kinds of meetings that I, I love being in. I love participating, again, where the Holy Ghost is moving, where God is manifesting, where the power of God is being poured out, amen, where people come out of their normal and get over in God. And there's something about getting over in God that gets you loose, that gets you free, Amen. It takes away the inhibition. And these men and, and women that were in the room, they had every reason, amen, to, to cower down, to pull back, because this is a time when Jesus had been crucified. Come on, somebody. And they were here in the room, and it's just like, let's just be quiet. Let's just be still. Hello. And not let anybody know where we're at. This is a good time to be still. Let God be God. But a day came where the power of God was poured out. And it was poured out upon all flesh. Amen. And they began to speak with other tongues. Amen. As the spirit of God gave them utterance, the power of God landed on them. Amen. And it changed their language. It changed how they began to speak. And again, uh, you all know that, uh, <laughs> praise the Lord, I need to get where I need to. But amen, there's so much good stuff in here. Father, they got to know this too. <laughs> Amen. And praise God, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And they were just having a wonderful time up there in the upper room. They were enjoying themselves in the room. But what was on the inside of them, amen, just didn't stay in the room, but it went outside the room. Amen. And when they got outside where the, where the people were at, Amen. As we read further there in, in Acts 2, it says the people thought that they were drunk at 9 o'clock in the morning. Hello? These people are drunk. Look at them. They're drunk. They're so filled up, they, they act like drunk people. This is what the church is supposed to look like 
in our day, in our time, in our season, this is the beginning of the church. And if the church began on fire, come on, the church ought to end on fire. Not, not stuffed away in a cave somewhere wondering, Lord Jesus, just get us out of here. Just get us out, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. We got work to get done. We got things to get done. Amen. And God has empowered us by his spirit. Amen. To go out and to work signs and wonders and to do mighty acts among the people. Amen. And Peter stood up and said, hey, these are not drunk as you suppose. But this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel that in the last day says, God, I will pour out my spirit upon all, upon all. If you have flesh in this room tonight, you qualify for an outpouring of the spirit of God. God said, I'll pour out my spirit on you. Amen. You can't change yourself, but when the Holy Ghost hits you, some stuff is going to change. Glory. Amen. Amen. I tell you, I love being in services like this. These are my favorite type of services. <laughs> I love fire services. Yeah, we have we have different kind of meetings and things, but this is this is it right here. You know, some people love chocolate. <laughs> so, amen. See, amen. <laughs> Pastors are about to get saved tonight. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Some people love chocolate. I mean, you can even go to stores that are all chocolate. Hello. And that's their, their favorite thing. It's about chocolate. It's about chocolate. I'm not about chocolate. I've been delivered from chocolate. <laughs> chocolate is not on my taste bud. So, I mean, it's not, you know, I don't enjoy. <laughs> I don't enjoy going to the chocolate store. Amen. I went to do a meeting in, in Brazil. Amen. And they were asking me, Philip, do you like chocolate? And I said, no, I don't like chocolate. Well, do you like dark chocolate? Do you like rich chocolate? Do you like white chocolate? Do you like brown chocolate? I don't like chocolate. <laughs> and so they took me to the store and they had me trying all this chocolate. They, they are determined. We're going to find a chocolate that you like. I said, I don't, my taste buds, come on, don't require chocolate. So crazy. So crazy for them to do that. <laughs> and so they were trying to, you know, adjust my taste buds. Amen. But that's not something that, that I enjoy. My taste is not set for that. But as believers, God has set our taste for things. And he says, oh, taste and see. He says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. And so he's already set something in our taste buds for the things of God. He's already set something in our taste buds. I'll say our Holy Ghost taste buds. That's not in the scripture. 
But he's already said something in there that when we taste of him, when we partake of him, amen, it, it causes something to come alive on the inside of us, and we want more and more. And the reason why I, I use chocolate as an illustration, because most people that I know that eat chocolate, they will, they will keep eating it. <laughs> Hello? They will even sneak. I wish I could get some help in the room tonight. They will even sneak and eat chocolate. They will even hide chocolate from their kids. <laughs> oh, somebody about ready to run in the room tonight. But it's that taste when you acquire that taste, when you acquire that which you long for and which you hunger for, amen, you'll do whatever you need to do to be able to get that taste when you want it. My mother used to buy, my father used to buy uh, chocolates for my mother. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know, those, those big old heart boxes that have all the assorted, the assorted chocolates. And, and so, you know, that was to be for my mother. But I had siblings that liked chocolate also. And so they would get into my mother's chocolate and they would get it in trouble for it. Well, I never got in trouble because they knew I don't like chocolate. So they, they got spankings and stuff for getting their mama's chocolate. <laughs> and I never suffered that. Amen. But when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to outpourings of the Holy Ghost, I've got a taste. I've got a taste for that. Amen. And I want as much as I can get. Is there anybody in the room tonight that has a taste for the things of the spirit? You have a hunger. You have a yearning. You have a, a desire for deeper things of God, deeper ways of God. You just you got that taste and you got the more you taste it. Come on. The more you want to taste it. Again, the scripture says, oh, taste and see that the Lord Oh, taste and see that the Lord is. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is. Amen. The more you taste of his goodness, the more you like his goodness. I want some more of it. Oh, glory to God. Amen. And there are many different areas, just like that assorted box of chocolate. There are assorted ways that you can experience God. He doesn't always move the same way. He does stuff differently, and I like the surprise. <laughs> I believe that's one of the things that my, my mother enjoyed. She enjoyed biting into the chocolate just to see, what is this one? <laughs> oh, this one has a cherry on the inside of it. This one has caramel on the inside of it. This one has nuts. I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what she used to do, amen, and she would just enjoy, so she'd take the nuts out and eat the chocolate. <laughs> but there are things that we can experience, encounters that we experience with God, amen, deeper places that we can go in God. And I didn't look to see what time I start. What time did I start today? No, I want him to come back tomorrow, too. <laughs> They'd be like, do you know he preached for an hour and 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the warm-up. <laughs> but there are places that we can go in, in God and things that we can experience in God. One of the things that I loved about being with my, my spiritual father is that before he, he left the earth, he really focused on 
a move of God in the earth. The Spirit of God told him that there is a move of the Spirit of God that would be lost to this generation unless someone teaches them. And so we, we set out when we were in the group to go about doing what he called Holy Ghost meetings. And those were meetings just designed where, where the Spirit of God could move, where the Spirit of God could manifest, where the Word was taught, amen, where the needs of people were met. And, and so we got to see so many different manifestations of the Spirit of God in those meetings. And I love, I loved those meetings. And one of the things that was very prevalent in those meetings is that we had a lot of joy. A lot of joy. Whole lot of joy in, in, in those meetings. And, and I like joy. Amen. To me, joy is better than chocolate. Amen. Over in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, it says this, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So the, the kingdom of God consists of all three things, righteousness, peace, and joy. Amen. And again, you know, as believers, many times we will, when we read the word of God, hello, we will focus on the parts that we understand or we focus on the parts that we like. I know I'm not the only one in the room. But that just, things just seem to get our attention as to what we like. And I like that joy part. I love, I love joy. I like for people to laugh and just have a good time. Hello? That, I feel like that's part of what I'm called to do is to light up the room. <laughs> or to light up the grocery store. Come on, somebody. Or where, wherever I'm at, I, 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 I like people to know Phillip's here. You hear him laughing? Yeah, that, just follow the laughter. That's where Philip is. Amen. You know, there are other people. You can tell where they're at. <laughs> I don't know if you, are, you all are, are old enough to remember a show called Hee Haw. Three people in the room besides me. Okay. <laughs> but there, there was a, a show, uh, I guess, back in the 70s, maybe, that used to be on that was called Hee Haw. And, and they had this section where uh, the song went, Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Oh, gloom, despair, and agony on me. Did I do okay? Amen. And so there are some people that you can tell where they're at because there is just gloom, despair, and agony. Life is so hurtful. Life is just miserable. I don't know what I'm going to do. And you can just hear him belly aching from miles away. It's just so bad. It's just so bad. And it's like, come over here to the kingdom because the kingdom of God, come on, is righteousness, peace, and joy. You don't have to live in that gloom, despair, and agony on me. You can live in righteousness, peace, and joy in the holy. 
I mean, the Holy Ghost will work with you to make you happy. Amen. We don't have to live with just so sullen and serious. Jesus was, was anointed with the oil of gladness. Not madness, not sadness. He was anointed with the oil of gladness. Amen. What's on him is on us. What's living in him is living in us. And there's oil of gladness that's on the inside of us. Amen. I know many of you probably remember the song. I got the joy, 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 joy. Where? Where? I got the joy, 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 Okay, I'm so happy. What are expressions of happiness? You, you smile. What else? You laugh. What else? Da dancing. That's where we're going to get to. <laughs> That's where we're going to all that good stuff is involved. When you read the 150th Psalm, I mean, they turn it loose. David and them, those guys, they turn it loose, and, and they're just living in the shadows. And here it is that we're living in the light. And if they were dancing and singing and playing instruments, how much more should we? Amen. Praise the Lord, brother. I know there are people that are, that are saying, that is just not me. That is just not my nature. Brother Philip, that's, that's, that's not me. I'm reserved. I'm conservative. No, you're not. You're in the kingdom now. And the kingdom is in you. And the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Yeah, there's joy down in there. Joy in there. There is joy in there. If I was to ask your family, how much joy do you have? What report would I get? Huh? There ought to be some joy at home. There ought to be some peace at home. There ought to be some righteousness at home. Why? Because God is living in you, and it just don't manifest in church, and it just doesn't manifest, you know, when believers are around. It manifests in our everyday life. It's the kingdom of God, amen, living in us, and the kingdom is to be expressed through us. The rivers of living water, because, amen, uh, when we come into union with Christ, Again, over there in Corinthians, it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new, new creation, new creature. All things are passed away. 
Come on, all the gloom, despair, agony, all, all that stuff goes away. All of it goes away. Amen. And now we are a new person. We are a new being in Christ. And that's that, amen, kingdom that comes to live on the inside of us. Righteousness, peace, and joy. All that moves in. All that other stuff, amen, gets evicted. It gets moved out. Amen. And now we receive this new nature in him. And we get to act it up, act it out in the earth. Some of us didn't have any problem agreeing with our old man. You cuss me, I'll cuss you. You hit me, come on, I hit you. You steal from me, I'll burn your house down. Hello. <laughs> Amen. We didn't have any problem connecting with our old nature, but now that we are here in the kingdom, and we have a new nature and a new way of living, amen, the, the enemy wants to stifle our joy. Amen. You don't need to be that happy. You don't need to be that cheerful. Amen. I don't know if you ever heard of these things called joy killers. People who just try to kill joy. Kill joys. You're just too loud. Brother, you're too loud. It don't take all that. <laughs> Killjoys. Huh? Just need to be still and know that God is God. Be still. <laughs> there is a time and there is a place. But again, Jesus said, I've come that your joy may be. And so a lot of people, a lot of believers live like their joy is quarter of the way full or halfway full or three-fourths of the way full but many believers do not live in a place of the fullness overflowing overflowing joy because I'm serious God be serious well you need to be serious about your joy amen, amen. Be serious about expressing the kingdom of God. We want to be serious about signs and wonders and miracles. Hello, it's a sign and a wonder and a miracle that some people are happy. <laughs> some of y'all would make a huge difference on your job if you just went in one day happy. Hello, good morning. How is everyone? <laughs> well, what happened to them? <laughs> Finally releasing the kingdom. You're, you're, you're releasing the kingdom. Amen. The kingdom of God is in you not to just stay. Amen. But the kingdom of God is in you so that you can affect your world around you. Amen. People need to know that they can come to you and get an understanding of righteousness. People need to know that they can come to you and get an understanding of peace. People need to know that they can come to you. Amen. And get somebody who will join in with their joy. Amen, brother. Praise the Lord. There you go. Thank you, sister. <laughs> amen. And it, it, it doesn't just, when we come together, amen, this thing begins to multiply. 
and it just gets thick in the room. And again, Jesus said, I've come that your joy can be full. And as I said earlier, there were so many different manifestations and, and demonstrations that we had of, of the joy of the Lord. And one of the things that, that we got to experience a lot of was laughter. Amen. Praise the Lord. Some of you are just looking like, did I really come to this? <laughs> Seriously, did I really come to this tonight? Is this what I come to learn? Yeah, you come to learn how to live out of the kingdom of God and get out of you and live out of the kingdom. Amen. And so one of the scriptures that we used to go to all the time, I believe it's Psalm 126, and it says, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Oh, you got it up there. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. It was filled with what? Laughter. Our tongues were filled with what? Laughter. It didn't say cussing. <laughs> our tongues were filled with, our, our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue we're singing, and you all know we sang for about 20 minutes in here tonight, didn't we? Huh? 15 minutes, okay. We sang for about, about 15 minutes in here tonight, and nobody had any problem with us singing for 15 minutes. Just enjoyed it. Pastor Shelley was trying to shut it down, and we just kept, just kept going. It just kept, However you want to move, we're moving, we're moving, fill me up. What was the song again? Make room, make room. And we were just enjoying, come on, we were just enjoying the presence. Be nice. <laughs> we were just enjoying it. They didn't even put it on the back screen. <laughs> they did? <laughs> we were just in, in, enjoying that presence. There was a freedom. There was a liberty, amen, that came in the room. And that's what the Spirit of God does. It brings that freedom. It brings that liberty in the room. And God doesn't expect us to resist it. He wants us to flow with that and enjoy that presence. Amen. The scripture is very clear that God inhabits the praises of his people. Amen. And when the spirit of God begins to move like that, the more yielded we are, come on, the more comfortable we become in lifting of our hands and lifting of our voice, the more he will manifest himself. And that's, that's what we want. We want him to, to manifest himself. And so we want to give him stuff to work with. We want to give our thanksgiving for him to work with. We want to give our adoration for him to work with. Amen. Uh, I kind of used the illustration this morning about, you know, a, a, a man asking a, a lady to marry him. Well, he doesn't make any progress if he just stands there and looks at her. <laughs> he may be saying some things with his eyes and his movement. Hello, but she needs his words. 
And it's just something about when he begins to use his words, hello, that things begin to happen on the inside of her. Girl, I like that perfume. You got on, who is that? That smells nice. Amen. Like that little, that little haircut you got. That, that's nice. That little coloring you got going on there, that, that's nice. Amen. <laughs> They talk about it, don't they? Yeah. He was talking about my hair, and he was talking about my color, amen. And he said he liked my, I don't know, ladies' perfume. But anyway, and so they talk about that, and, and they become more interested as you use your words. And there's something about God that, that as we begin to, to speak and we begin to declare, amen, that when we say things of adoration and thanksgiving, that God comes in that he likes it. You know, I could do this. But that don't move you a whole lot. Hello? But when I start using words, words create a totally different atmosphere. And that's why we we encourage you, use your words of thanksgiving. Use your words of adoration. Use your words of praise. Use your words of testimony unto him. Use your words. And the more you use your words, amen, again, God comes in and inhabits. He inhabits the place. Amen. And you just get so filled with him that you want to sing. Hello. Be nice. <laughs> Amen. And you want, you want to sing. Amen. Because the Spirit of God begins to move, move on you. In the same way, in, in yielding to laughter, it just. <laughs> same way, in, in, in yielding to laughter, I, our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. And so that's, that's a combo. Amen. We, we like the combo. Hello. We want the whole combo. We don't, we don't pick and choose. We do the whole combo. Well, you have to be in atmospheres where these things can happen. Amen. Because, again, there are a lot of killjoys that are around, and, and they don't like certain manifestations of the Spirit of God. And so they would try to kill it. There were people that didn't like Jesus healing on the Sabbath. Hello? There are six days of the week where people can come and be healed. <laughs> and that's just some people's, people's attitude. Amen. But what did Jesus do? He went ahead and healed anyway. Amen. So what should we do? Follow his example. Amen. And go ahead and sing anyway. And go ahead and laugh. Anyway. Brother Killjoy. Amen. And so there were, there were services where uh, Brother Hagen uh, let us sing for a while. And we just didn't enjoy the singing. And sometimes I felt like we were going to sing every song that, that we knew. Praise the Lord. And it's like, well, we got two weeks of meeting, and we didn't went through a whole song list in one night. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. 
you know, and so he sang all these songs, all these songs had gone through. But then there were other times when the, when the Spirit of God would just rest in the room, and you know that it was just, it was just time to laugh. When the Lord turned again, the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. Listen, you can laugh and it not be a dirty joke. Some people, the only time they laugh is when they hear a dirty joke. Okay, all right, am I being too hard? And things are, are, are vulgar and, you know, disrespectful, then people want to get in on that. But that's not the lane that we run as believers. All that stuff gets cleaned up for us. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so he would, he would have some nights different people come and, and lead in laughter. And you talk about having to use your faith. Praise the Lord. It's like, I'll sing all day, but don't make me lead in laughter. Hello. Praise the Lord. And, and you know, you could tell when he called on certain people, you could tell they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do it. And I'd be backing up just a little bit. Don't call me either. Don't call me. If you want to sing and call me, I'm ready. But not laughter. Please, don't, don't make me do the laughter. Please, don't make me do the laughter. And, and so I saw different people get up. And, and he said, go ahead, just lead us in laughter. And they just go, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And you can tell they were having a, a fight with their flesh. <laughs> their flesh didn't want to be there. Their flesh didn't want to do it. Hello, their flesh didn't want to be happy, and they're just up there, ha, 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 and they'd be ready to hand the mic back. <laughs> and he would say, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, amen. And so is that place of learning how to yield to the Spirit of God. It's a learned place, amen. It's just not, not automatic. Uh, our flesh will resist the things of God. Our flesh and our spirit are at war with one another. But the more we, we give ourselves to the things of the spirit, amen, the less our flesh has control. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and so then there were times that, that Brother Hagin would, would call on us. And did, did you ever have to lead in laughter? Never did. <laughs> she let us in singing, right? <laughs> Amen. But there, there were genuine times when people would begin to laugh and the Spirit of God would just move in the room and the, and the laughter would spread through the room just like singing would spread through the room. It's that same Anointing is the same spirit. This is not something new, you all. This is something that has been around for a long time. Hello. And uh, if you're a little bit older like me, 
I'm over 60 now, and I still look good. <laughs> and it's not Botox either. <laughs> I ain't had nothing pulled and nothing tucked. This is... Jesus, help today, Lord. <laughs> Amen. But I'm over, over, over 60 now, you know, and you just get to experience some things when you walk with God for a season. And again, you get to see different manifestations of the Spirit of God. Amen. And, and again, being, being over 60, you get to see how things change just naturally. It used to be a day when you went to buy chicken nuggets, that it was real chicken. <laughs> now when you eat a chicken nugget, you don't know what you eating. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but this ain't, this ain't the chicken that I grew up on. It's, it's, it's different. Different now, you know, and I often talk about how when I, when I go to uh, different pla places, people like to, to make food and stuff, and uh, people like to do this stuff called uh, tofu. <laughs> Hello. And they, they say that tofu is the same as the real stuff. I'm here to report to you. <laughs> They are lying. <laughs> tofu is not the same as the real stuff. Amen. And tofu is not good. <laughs> I got a real good amen right there. <laughs> tofu is not good. It's just like chocolate. Sisters <laughs> 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 so back there is like, no, nah, you didn't cross the line, brother. Uh-uh, you didn't. <laughs> But, but things have, have changed, hello, and, and some of the things in, in, in church have changed, and it's changed from the pattern that God has originally set, and we want to get back, hello, to the real. We want to get back to, to the authentic, so that when you taste chicken, it's chicken. It don't go meow. Praise the Lord. Amen. We've been in some interesting circumstances. Amen. And you just got to smile and that like, well, thank you. You want to say this is just nasty. You shouldn't even, you shouldn't even be in the kitchen. So again, when it comes to, to the things of God, there is a, there is a genuine laughter. There is a genuine singing that comes out of the believer, and it's a, a reflection of the Father. The Father sings over us. And so we sing back to him. Amen. He who sits in the heavens laughs. He laughs. He's not ready to take his mallet and just 
bang you over the head. <laughs> he who sits in the heavens laughs. And it's nothing like being a parent and watching your child imitate you. Unless they're mocking. <laughs> There's a difference between imitation and mocking. <laughs> a mocking will get you, amen, corrected. <laughs> amen. Did I, do I, did I do okay on that one? Amen. <laughs> I had a black mama growing up, and she'd just be like, I'll knock the black off you, boy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. And so as we, we're, the, the scripture tells us to be imitators of God as dear children. Amen. And it's easy to let some of these things get by us. And in, in some churches, they're kind of letting the singing go. A lot of places, they have let the laughter go. And it's just not a reflection of heaven in the earth. And we want to be that reflection of the Father in the earth. We want to reflect him in the earth. Amen. When my family goes out to eat, people are just attracted to our table because we laugh a lot. And they're always asking, what, what are you guys drinking? <laughs> and so that just opens the door to be able to say, this is not as you suppose. <laughs> Amen. And we just enjoy having a great time around the table, and it draws people in. Come on. And there's an invitation that Jesus has out, come and dine. The master's calling. Come and dine. You can feast at Jesus' table anytime, all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine to the hungry. Calleth now. Come and dine. Come and dine. And there is joy on his table. There is laughter on this table. There is rejoicing on his table, but we have to reflect these things and we have to live these things so that the world knows it's available. Amen. Amen. Anybody know that it was just chicken sandwich Friday, was it? Oh, y'all don't know about that up here. Anyway, the, the restaurants are, it's a day where you can, where chicken sandwiches, you're supposed to eat chicken sandwiches that day. It was like Thursday of last week. You, it, what, you know, see, I got one witness. <laughs> was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, and, and you were supposed to eat chicken sandwiches that day. Amen. And, of course, uh, there are people who did better advertising than other people. And I see they didn't advertise up here. Chick-fil-A, see, that's where I was going to go. But Chick-fil-A, when I was in, in the airport, amen, Chick-fil-A had the banner, hey, chicken, chicken sandwich day. They were advertising. It's chicken sandwich day. I just want to ask you, what are you advertising? I'm serious. I'm serious. This is serious. We're supposed to advertise the kingdom. And again, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, 
and joy in the Holy Ghost. And again, we've done a lot of singing, but I just feel like we need to do a little laughing tonight. (laughs) We didn't laugh all the way through your sermon. (laughs) Ain't that enough? Ain't that enough, Brother Philip? Ain't that enough? No, it's not enough. No, no, it's not enough. We need to go just a little, little bit further. Amen. And just do some laughing tonight. And you say, now why, why are we laughing? What good does laughing do? Well, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, count it. When do you count it joy? When you fall into diverse temptations? Huh? When you fall into diverse temptations, we are to do what? Well, when you're in the midst of temptation, that's not the time you feel like laughing. Hello. It's called you have to put it on by faith. Oh, there it is. James 1, 2. My brother encountered all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. What does the next part say? Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. patience. Listen, joy is doing a work. It's doing a work, but we got to count it joy. Amen. We have to take, amen, the test and trial and call it joy. We name it joy. And so what do we do? We laugh at it. Count it all joy. I know some of you are being stretched right now. I know that. Lord Jesus, we don't, we don't do this. We don't, we don't live like this. <laughs> we do not live like this. See, you've been eating tofu. You've been eating tofu for too long, and you've been dwelling in that trouble. You've been dwelling in that misery. Amen. And God wants you out of it, and he wants you to count it joy. And how do you count it joy? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, and uh, if you like me, you're like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it right now. I feel like punching somebody right now. Hello, I feel like hitting the wall right now. Well, the Bible tells us to count it. Count it joy. Count it joy. Ha, ha, ha. One of the main expressions of joy is laughter. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 help me out a little bit, ha, 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 who cussed you out before you came to church tonight, ha, 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 come on, what bill was laying on the table talking to you before you came to church tonight, ha, 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 ha. Come on, what pain was going through your body? Ha, 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 ha. Come on, what depression was trying to attach itself to your mind? Ha, 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 ha. We count it 
joy. Ha, 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 And your mind just says, that's stupid, that's stupid, that's stupid. <laughs> These things are not natural things. These things are spiritual things. These things are spiritual laws that we're setting into motion. This is working the word of God. When the word says to count it all joy, this is us working the word of God. And one of the places that I had to learn to work the word, have I been going an hour? <laughs> Somebody said, mm-hmm. <laughs> say, uh-huh. <laughs> you should say, uh-huh. <laughs> Who said, uh-huh? Somebody said, uh-huh. Was it you? Come up here and lead in laughter. You come up and... <laughs> no, Jesus! <laughs> but these are spiritual laws, amen, that, that we are we're setting into motion. And this is a way that we learn to work with God and, and flow with God in the midst of tests, in the midst of trial. And as I was saying, when I get into traffic, that's where I really had to learn. <laughs> I had to learn to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your vo voice to God. I had to, I had to learn that because uh, traffic was a place where I failed a lot. <laughs> I failed a lot of tests in traffic. Amen. It, just, it would just get the best of me. Praise the Lord. And, and so I went through a season, just a brief season, where I knew in my spirit I needed to get over being angry in traffic. I know I'm the only one in the room. I know. But I'm, I'm, oh, you have that problem? We'll get you the lead in laughter in just a minute. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I would get, get in my car, and I knew that I needed victory again, just over my temper in, in traffic, because my temper was starting to get the best of me. I was, I was going too far. I was becoming too fleshly. And, you know, people would talk to me. I'd talk back to them. <laughs> you never had that problem, brother. I know. <laughs> You've just been so holy and sanctified all your life. <laughs> and anyway, I was there in, in Oklahoma. Amen. And, and uh, the Spirit of God began to deal with me. Now, now Philip, get rid of this, this anger. Get rid of this attitude in, in traffic. And so I, I started practicing the presence of God. You know, started practicing being joyful. Hallelujah. Lord, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And somebody go, ah! Like, what's your problem? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I love you, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, I love you. <laughs> Amen. And so there, there's an interstate exchange that, 
amen, I was, I was worshiping God and I was doing the interstate exchange and I was speeding on the, on the ramp. I was. Amen. I already put it under the blood, so don't be trying to judge me. <laughs> but I was speeding and, and there was a car that was tailgating me, just, just on me, you know, and I looked up in the mirror and I'm like, I'm already speeding. Give me a break. I'm like 25 miles over the speed limit. Just it's your problem. And so when we get on the, the main interstate there, they ride up beside me and they tell me I'm number one. Yeah, 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 they told me I was number one. <laughs> You're going to lead in a minute. You keep playing with me. <laughs> you got the right one, baby. <laughs> and so they told me, I was, this lady, she told me I was, I was number one, you know, and so it was a white lady, so I got behind her. And I put on my black face. And I rode her bumper. And she would speed up. And I would speed up. And I, I followed her for a while because I wanted her to think he's going to follow me all the way home. <laughs> I wanted to put fear in her. <laughs> Telling me I'm number one. I'll show you. I'll follow you to your house. How you going to like that? <laughs> Flip me off again. See? <laughs> And so anyway, when I, was, when I was tailgating her and stuff, you know, uh, the Spirit of God began to deal with me and said, Philip, you know better. And I'm like, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry. I repent, I'm sorry. But she shouldn't have flipped me off. <laughs> we always want to bring the other person, don't we? And so I got to take the test again. Same interstate, same exchange. Only this time it was a motorcycle behind me, you know, and we got, get on the interstate, you know, and he pulls up beside me and he says, you number one. And I said, I will take this Jeep and flip you all over the road. How about <laughs> And the spirit of God spoke to me and said, Philip, that's murder. And I said, he shouldn't have flipped me off. He didn't want to die today. Tell him not to flip me off today. It's always the other person's fault. There comes a point where we have to be held responsible for our actions. Huh? And so I got to take the test again. <laughs> and I passed it that time. I don't want to keep taking this test. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so I learned to calm down. Amen. And just count it joy in traffic. God has given us the ability to live a joyous life. And we can't allow killjoys to kill the joy that God has given us in life. Again, Jesus said, I've come that your joy may be full.